It is the Inside LAFC podcast. Max Bretos, Katia Castorena. How was uh, Saturday at BMO Stadium? We're heading to this nice few final games for LAFC before they get a little break. We won't want to talk about it yet, but it's on the horizon. But how was game day? Game day is always great being at good BMO answer. Stadium, atmosphere. So I had a good time. Not so much because of the result. I know it's a frustrating game for the players, for the fans. It's it's one of those things where, where yes, you cut that losing streak, you get a point at home, but it's one of those points that ends up tasting like a defeat. So it's a little bit tough because of how things went down. We're going to break those for you, of course. But, hey. I'm going to break down something that you asked Steve after the game, which I found very interesting. We'll get into that. Giorgio Chiellini will join us. I believe it's the anniversary of Italy winning the Euros. I'll ask to if he can confirm that. But we have a great show. It's inside LAFC. We'll preview the games at St. Louis. Are St. Louis the favorites in the West now? They're the most fun team to watch, according to ESPN. Wow, I don't know about <laughs> that. We'll, we'll find out. St. Louis, Minnesota coming up this week. Inside LAFC podcast starts right now. We are back here getting ready. Uh, you know, Leaks Cup is around the corner. We talked about that a little bit last week. And we'll talk about that a lot because it's the unknown now. But LAFC and uh, Katia, two more games here. And I believe at the end of that, it'll be 13 games in six weeks and three days. And I said that out loud. And maybe it doesn't sound like a lot. But 13 games, normally you play over 11 weeks, most MLS teams. I think it's fair. So that's a lot. And I know people are going, we don't want it. But, you know, this is the finish line and there was all these games in hand those games in hand aren't around anymore so now LAFC's margin for error is closing down so they have two big games looking forward to it there was a three-game losing streak we'll start with the San Jose results and uh, a 1-1 they had to come from behind which I think is something you don't kind of sweep away here it's to respond you never know how it goes they got to get away from that habit from falling behind but uh, a tie is better than a loss but obviously they want more points and they want more goals it's a recurring topic now. Yeah. The fact that you have to be chasing the game, you I have to you come know from, it. <laughs> from behind, you concede first, you create the opportunities, but then there are those mistakes that you end up conceding a goal and now you have to like come from behind. And it takes a toll mentally. I even asked Steve and the players about it, of how difficult it is and how much pressure does that add to the attackers as well. And then we've been mentioning, of course, over and over again, the fact that this group is fatigued and it is a reality. They've had so many games, but also, you know, they've had some players' absences because of Gold Cup, because of injuries. And you can see it, like, from the starting lineup against San Jose over the weekend where you had to throw Mamadou Fall, his first game back, out there for 90 minutes, you know, have him there on defense. You got Cheeky back after the suspension. But then the midfield, Kellen Acosta had to take that defensive midfielder role instead of Ilié. And then just look at the three up front where you had to start Matty as a number nine, then Stipe on the right, Dania on the left. So it just tells you and shows you that, you know, Steve has to find a way to put the best lineup out there possible available to him because it's been a challenge. Wouldn't ask this to Steve, but I would imagine his intention was not to start Mamba Dufal this early, incorporating him, but he wanted to see what he's like. And I, I, I think, I don't want to call it experimental, but it's a chance to see it because... You know, the rubber hits the road here pretty soon for LAFC, and it's going to get serious about these results, and they're going to go. But they want to see if Mamadou can be someone they can rely on here. The, the intentions are there, but like most LAFC players, we see him, you break them in bit by bit. But we'll talk a little bit about him. And you mentioned Aaron Long is with the U.S. men's national team. They won over the weekend, so they have a game on Wednesday. So if they lose to Panama, some people think they're going to lose to Panama. He'll be back 
probably could be available for the final game against Minnesota. And then Jesus Murillo, we're, we're waiting there for more details coming back from that injury from before. So you have Giorgio, you have Daniil, and now you have Mamadou Fall. So center backs, pure center backs by and large. Uh, that is uh, what you have to work with. Uh, they'll like to, to build it out a little bit more, but uh, it's going to be a great competition moving forward. But Mamadou coming in there, he's obviously involved with the Espinosa goal. Uh, I know you talked to Steve after the game, and he said, yeah, we made some. He was very specific. We made... Um, some uh, adjustments. We talked to him, and he was much better. But that's what you... It'd be crazy to think that someone coming out of the blue, coming from Spain, would just roll in there and just lock it down immediately. Yes, he was on loan with Villarreal, just got back... uh 10 days ago or so, he started training, you know, trying to get back into that rhythm. Players that he hasn't played with before that weren't here when he was here, new. Everything's, everything's new. new coach. So, try, so all, like, all of a sudden, you have to, you know, be ready too fast to go out there, play 90 minutes. When there's all this pressure because of the results that we've seen out of LAFC lately. So... It was tough, true. Then we saw those mistakes, those turnovers, those transitions where he had two back-to-back. San Jose had two back-to-back transitions with Espinosa. The first one, they got lucky because he had beaten their Mamadou fall that first time. And then his shot just went wide. And then again, that second transition play where Espinosa did not miss this time around. And then Mamadou Fall, even though he did a good job like tracking back, getting there into position, he gave Espinosa too much of a gap. And he even took ownership at the end of the game, Mamadou Fall said, that's all on me. I just need to be better. They got those minutes under their belt. I'm sure they like to lean into here and when everyone's available, and hopefully that is League's Cup, which I think, look, they'll, they'll finish these games here this weekend and then the League's Cup group state, the League's Cup groups that qualify for the tournament will take you through the end of July. So they'll have a game somewhere there in the early days of August. But I want to talk about something else that he brought up, that you brought up. And Steve mentioned it when he, he said, we've got to learn to win games 1-0. And I was like, that's interesting because this is a game that they trailed. So you had to, you had to come back. But, I, I mean, the way I decipher it is like he knows goals under these circumstances, it's going to be hard to come by. Maybe they'll explode. I, I get the feeling there's going to be a cathartic moment for LAFC and they'll have a three or four goal game. I don't know if it's going to be Wednesday against St. Louis or away at Minnesota, who did give up four goals in their last home game. We shall see. But I, I, it seems like this stretch, he knows this team. It's going to be hard because he's asking, I would, I would think, those frontline players to help as much defensively because he wants to get those results. Clubs have succeeded so well through the years by getting one nil, one settle results through the years. Giorgio Chiellini would Giorgio agree with Chiellini. that. <laughs> It'd be the we'll first one to, to be. We'll, ta- we'll talk to him about nil, it. Please. But it's, I thought that was, it, that's the results. He knows it are the best opportunity for LAFC to get results. Victories here is to not concede the goals, get that goal and squeeze the most out of it. Probably should have gotten that here. I mean, that was a, uh, they, they responded really well with the Denny Buanga penalty win and that played against 10 men couldn't really break down that San Jose low block did get some good looks though at the end but that's I think that and then if the Galaxy if you don't concede late you could get you know you, you add it you get a point here you get two more points here I, that is a it's, I thought it was very interesting he would say that because it really is a, a chance where you could say look we're not we're not we're not going to get those goals up front we, we defend we get those results we don't we, we got to play close to perfect there on the defensive end 
It's those little moments, and we've seen it not just on the attacking side, but especially on defense. And it starts with that, you know, being solid on defense to build on top of that. And that's where they've been missing. And I agree with Steve when it's that's the basis for everything. And you have to try and win 1-0 and then go from there. And that's been tough. And it's the first time that he addressed the fact that they haven't had that continuity in the back line. When we see all those changes, we had to look up the stat of when was the last time that he was able to have that those same four players in the back when we've seen def different center backs different fullbacks because of injuries, because of what we were talking about, some being away on national team duty like Aaron Long. So not having that continuity, it's affecting the communication. And when it comes to those little moments, those decisions, those passes, that you make a mistake and it's costing you. They were a, a one set machine a bit when Aaron Long was around. I think we really missed him. And remember, the Gold Cup with the U.S., it's a, you know, they, they didn't play for a week. So they're gone almost three weeks close to maybe longer than that. But when Aaron Long was around, you had that feeling that they could get these one set of results. And certainly with Aaron and Jesus. And again, you'd love LAC to be that enterprising team where they could score goals, but you got to be able to take care of that. You can't really fall behind in these games, especially against St. Louis, which we'll talk about here in a moment. We, I, Stipe Buke, we even mentioned to him, and I mentioned that quote, and he goes, he said, the defensive effort has to start with us at the front. And I found that very interesting too, because that is... What they want to, it's, I'm not saying it's prioritizing it, but that's something that they have to get right. Yeah, it's a team effort, everybody contributing, everybody trying to pressure the opponent and just find a way to not concede those goals. That's going to be very important, especially as you mentioned with St. Louis coming up and what we've seen out of that team, the flashy new kid in town. Still doing it. Yes, on the road or like on track to break a record as an MLS expansion and team, LAFC. which LAFC did it, yes, in 2018, an 57 points. And now St. Louis is after that record that LAFC holds. They have 38, I believe. 38 after the win over the weekend against Toronto, so 38 points atop of the West. They have 40 games. goals. Oh 12 games left, I think. Yeah, 40 goals now, so it's an attacking team. They've been scoring. It's going to be interesting, that matchup in particular, because we've been talking about those deficiencies for LAFC's back line. And now we have on the other side this team that is in that attacking mindset that has 40 goals, so it's going to be an interesting one. 40 goals, they don't get the ball a lot. They will press you, and they'll make you make mistakes, and I think that is uh, a very uh, important facet for LAFC's preparations. They can't make those mistakes in their defensive third St. Louis, by the way, this is the last chance to see a game at BMO Stadium for a couple weeks. So if, you, if you've been thinking about it, go to LAFC.com, get some tickets, because this Wednesday night they're on the road, and then we wait a couple weeks. And then you can. You can, you can decompress as a supporter. We can, de we can de decompress a little bit as uh, little broadcast bit. Me media members. Just a little bit. A little supporters bit. Supporters can. Because we need to be focused, taking notes of every little play and detail. <laughs> I know, it's true, but as, even us, we can kind of... I'm really looking forward to seeing... I, I, I'm sure the players will get some time off, but I'm looking forward to seeing everyone's just face... Because you, you can sense it. And I know I've said this before on the broadcast, but you can sense that the weight of this demanding schedule, which no team should have. By the end of Saturday, they would have played 33 games, which is basically an MLS season, which is 34 games in that stretch. So come out, support the guys on Wednesday because you'll have a, you won't be able to do that for a couple of weeks. So it's a good spot. Stephen, and all the guys just said like they can't wait for it to come. It can come soon enough that break for them to just like they can see it now. They go, all right, now breathe I can breathe a little bit. Yeah, they can see the finish line 
and then it's like as a kid when Christmas you're like I gotta be good for another week. <laughs> oh, I can see, I can see Santa coming down here and <laughs> don't don't mess it up now. I'm just kidding. It's not a really good analogy. <laughs> so St. Louis City, you were saying at the beginning, ESPN's calling them the most exciting team. Most fun to watch. Most fun to watch. When you're at home, they're a lot of fun to watch, uh, and their crowd is outstanding. And now they, uh, I mean, they, they've been the same team all season. It's been really interesting to watch. Not coming in here, they've been explicit about not spending a lot of money on players uh, in the DP role. I remember there was this talk about Roberto Firmino and it because he had a relationship with Luch van der Steel, the uh, uh, sporting director there. But then it makes sense because they would have to pay him a lot because they're doing great with this collective. Um, they Everyone's bought in. They're doing it the right way. And now they have... The, the crazy thing is, like, everyone comes to LAFC and go, we're going to get points. This is LAFC. We're going to prove ourselves. The roles could be reversed a little bit. I think LAFC could go, wait a minute. Who's this team coming in? You have the target on your back. Now it's, the pressure might be a little bit on LAFC because of the past results. You're at home. You don't want to give that game to St. Louis where they're just enjoying being the new kid in town, as we were talking before, all flashy, like, I'm, I'm going to come here with the MLS champions and get the results. So I, I do believe the roles have been reversed a little bit where LAFC might have that pressure that they need to perform well because, as you mentioned, too, it's going to be the last game at BMO Stadium in a while. So they just want to give out a good performance with their fans so it's going to be interesting for sure i forgot to mention about the uh winning one said oh and through this stretch from may 31st from which was the first leg of the ccl game where things got really really busy that was that 13 game over six we can you imagine that was six weeks ago crazy huh but that is uh uh the one thing i would say they haven't conceded a lot of goals there was that game against houston and obviously the vancouver one but generally, they are pretty tidy there defensively, even though they've had to rotate a lot of players there. So I think they can hang their hat out against a team on the road. This could be a, a really your archetype game where you get the one settle. It is explicit. And I had a little piece of paper, Katia, and I, I, I can't find it. But I had St. Louis's record when they score first. It is They're unbeaten, and they've, over long games... This is critical, and I'm not saying that LFC have a chance if they fall behind, but, man, if they can avoid falling behind, they're in good shape. They have won uh, their last two games, both of them. they score, I think their last three wins, they scored first. It is what they do, and you could read it, and it changes a lot if LAFC are able to score first. That's what Steve said. He's, we have to make good decisions. It comes down to those good decisions, and we have to be sharp both on the attacking side, on the defensive side, on transition, because St. Louis is a team that will force those turnovers and will capitalize on it. So they have to be very focused, not give them those turnovers so that they can score first as you mentioned because they have a good record when they get to do that so that's going to be interesting and even though they like haven't seen each other Steve said this is a team that has the Red Bull DNA so we know what we're up against we know what we will face and we will be prepared Red Bull DNA is means you're gonna they're gonna make you work hard you're gonna but you can get them tired you can get them tired if they don't get their way early on and they have to work and they run out of steam it's a, it's a fascinating game to watch when you see the Red Bulls or St Louis City because it could be feast or famine although it's been all feast for St Louis City who are going to be a playoff team the question is how far do they finish in the West but got the uh, five points up on LAFC so I'm, I'm doing the math if St Louis were to win this game. It's eight points. It's a lot of points. Heading into a break where it's going to make you think it could be a lot different if it's a two-point gap. A lot of points. And talking about numbers, if we look at what LAFC 
has faced in the past few weeks. Since that Open Cup game against the Galaxy, granted, it was a B team, an academy team, but since then... No caveat, no asterisks here. <laughs> including the US Open Cup and the Champions League final, the CONCACAF Champions League final, like first leg, second leg, they've only had two wins in the past 12 games. So it's been much it's different been than tough. what we saw experienced earlier in the year. It's been tough, and that's why we say, and the players say it, and the coaching staff says it, that the break cannot come soon enough yeah. because it's been a lot for them. It's been a grind, and you can see it. But they've, uh, this team is engaged. They have a great time with each other. They're in good spirits. Uh, they generally like each other, and they're working hard <laughs> together. They're frustrated it's not falling, but it's a weird sport, you know? A weird sport that sometimes you have to these things change you're going we're doing the same thing we're not getting the same results but you have to kind of recalibrate that's what they're doing and i, I like i i don't want to pass that like people are going well what what there, there are obviously some improvements that could be made we're in the summer market i would imagine lfc is active in some capacity how big that is i have no idea uh obviously mahala uh departing to montreal now they have that nice little extra chunk of allocation money but it's I want to, before I get too far into it, I, I want to see this team, how they looked at the beginning of the season with wind in their sails, their legs aren't heavy. Uh, yes. I think that's fair. And then if, if, if it's the same form we're seeing that, I think we can have it now. I, we, they they know they need to do something here because they, I, I don't, I, it, it's getting really tight in the West. They had a little space. There's a lot of teams that could jump them. Real Salt Laker on their heels. There's a couple other teams. Austin's on their heels too. So you want to get into those good, it, you can only imagine if you want a break, you don't want a, a stretch without wins kind of to think about the whole time. Yes, just to have some cushion there and just feel clear good. your mind, feel good before the break, definitely. I'll just stick with what uh, Matty Bogush said before, I mean, after the game. He said, like, I know this team, I see my, my brothers and my teammates at, at work, and I know that we will be better. I have no doubt in my mind that we will be better. It's just a rough stretch. It happens. It's a long season, but I know we'll come, like, better on the other side. Remember, teams that have, have gone through there have struggled. Uh, so St. Louis City Wednesday. Minnesota's going to be a weird one. I just it's, I can't put my finger on this team. They did have Emmanuel Reynoso, who was MIA for the beginning of the season. But he's come back. He's scoring goals. He's contributing a little bit more. Uh, he has been very effective against LAFC in years past. I know LAFC got some nice results up there at Allianz Field. It's, it's the way it is. But that will be the final game when they wrap up this stretch. And um, I, St. Louis City, we kind we know. We know what it's going to look like. I don't know about Minnesota. I don't know, but maybe that's a benef Maybe that's a good thing. You kind of go in there. They're a little in disarray. It's going to be a big result for them. Two games this week. Got to squeeze the most out of it. A, a week of six points as four. we hear it often. Four? I'll take four. I'll take, yes. I think you want to get the three at home. And then if you get four against Minnesota, maybe in reverse wouldn't be as sweet. Yeah, but if you get those four, like you mentioned, I think it'd be a good week before the break. Good week before the break. Inside LAFC podcast, Max and Katia breaking it all down. Get your get your butt to BMO Stadium on Wednesday. We will be back. Giorgio Chiellini will join us. We'll talk about this uh, this anniversary of Italy winning it and what he has been seeing. He's part of that central defensive team and talking about grinding out one settle, one nil results, whatever your vernacular of choice is. We'll be right back. We're back here on the Inside LAFC podcast. Katia Castorena wanted to be here. She had a, a pressing <laughs> appointment. She's devastated. She can't be here to, for, to do the interview. Yeah. 
I could be better. I don't know. I don't know. Some, for something, yes. For something, no. It's just, you, it's just you and I, me. Yeah, it's very nice to be here. Uh, Giorgio Chiellini. And before we get into it, I noticed on when I woke up Tuesday morning, you were very active on Twitter and Instagram. It is the two-year anniversary of Italy winning the Euro 2020, but in 2021. Yeah, it was. Uh, Can you believe it's two years? No, no, great memories, a uh, lot of tension, but uh, huge emotion. Yeah, by biggest uh, uh, goal of the career, 100%. Uh, win f with the national team is something that you cannot describe. Uh, it's much more also that with the club. And uh, yeah, uh, something really unbelievable and still fantastic in, in my memories. You still talk to Bonucci? Because I remember at the end, it was you and him. Because they remember uh, England was going, it's coming home. And what did you guys say? It's coming Rome. It's coming <laughs> to Rome. And it was that. So, I mean, you guys have to have some nice conversations yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. It was a beautiful moment because England played at home uh, six of seven games. Uh, yeah, all the fans was there for them. Uh, there was COVID and was all were were difficult uh, from Italy fans uh, when there uh, ninety thousand people uh, that supported England uh, one in their stadium was much 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 more beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. That wasn't fair. They had an unfair advantage. That was an incredible game to watch. That felt like a World Cup final. I mean, yeah. it felt like a world. Uh, I know it wasn't. End, at the end, it's the same. Uh, for for sure, World Cup is something bigger, uh, but but the feeling is all, yeah. uh, is almost uh, the same. And yeah, consider goal after two minutes when seems uh, with everything seems going in the wrong direction, and uh, we're able to maintain the calm, uh, uh, take the lead uh, of the of the game, draw, and uh, yeah, go until the end, uh, and then PK. PK was uh, every time something uh, that 50%. Uh, we were lucky, nah. but we deserve it. Yeah, the Donnarumma was yeah, locked huge, in. Huge, huge. He was locked yeah. in. Uh, you, the final was great. The semi-final was Spain, right? Yeah. And you, that's where you got a... You were you went viral because before the penalties, who was it with Spain? You're yeah, like, hey, yeah. have a good luck. And he's like, get away from me. But at the end, it was just because uh, I think uh, he didn't understand what uh, the referee said. Ah, uh, uh, it's a, there is two draw, one about the the uh, the goal in which we we play with uh, or we should, and the other one is who start before. And blue is for Italy and red is for Spain. Just for that, it's not about some decisions. Yeah, and but at the end, uh, yeah. it was good. Yeah, uh, we we so saw the, the game, the the match against Spain was the most trouble in the Euro. We struggled for 120 minutes. They really played very well, and with the ball, they're fantastic. We cannot compare with them about possession ball. We we were a team that liked to have the ball and lead the game. But at the end, was impossible against Spain, and we were able to change our way of play and defend like Italy did for all his history. And for a game, we we change our goals, our way of win the game. But at the end, also, yeah, we we reached the penalties. We were at the end, we were a little bit lucky. But for what we have done for in all the Euro, I think we were the. 
best team of that tournament. I like how you said Italy d defended like they have done throughout their history, and they did. And yeah. I, I can't believe, Giorgio, that that happened two years ago. Now I'm sitting here talking to you about it, so it's wonderful for me. Uh, let's talk about LFC. So you have a week here, yeah. and six weeks since CONCACAF Champions League. Can you imagine six weeks? It's been six weeks since it's and 13 games in six weeks in a few days. You have these two games to prepare for, and then you can a little bit. Yeah. But uh, this is an important week, obviously. You guys, yeah. in order to enjoy that, you got to get the most out of this. Uh, I did a lot of interview in the last month, in the last six weeks, and what I said before every interview was prepare to struggle, because uh, I I knew and expected after all the energy we spent uh, for the CONCACAF Champions League. Uh, that we have some weeks in which we, the energies are less, the players are less because we lost a lot of players in order to try to uh, reach this cup. And uh, also the player available start to become tired. It's normal. Uh, we have to finish in the best way as possible. We have two important games, the, the first one especially now at home against St. Louis that is leading the West. Uh, the goal of this year first is win the West. I'm sure that after August, this uh, this team will change uh, the road uh, and will restart to fly. But now we have to take the maximum from these two games. We know that will be hard, but I think that we restarted after uh, Galaxy game to have a little bit of more focus uh, and some players more that help us a lot in this period. And uh, we are preparing to a tough match uh, against St. Louis, who are uh, deserving to, to be at the top of the table in the West. Uh, and they're a very dangerous team with real uh, clear principle. Simple, but they're doing really very well. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, not the soccer. Are you surprised more become... teams don't do it that way and say, "Hey, it's simple," but it, it seems it's not easy. Obviously, you got to get the no, right. Uh, yeah, you, I think they're uh, using the expansion that the uh, enthusiasm of the first year. The they're doing in a very good way. It, it's not easy for doing for a lot of games in a row, and they're doing very well, especially the last months months and a half without their best player because they are missing the 2DP and we know in this league how much is difficult to play without them and then really many congratulations to them for what they are doing but for us it's too important try to win this game but for sure not lose this game do you feel uh and you've had a lot of experience playing two games in a week, so I know you can explain that to yeah. you guys, uh, that it's hard. It's hard in your days at Juventus. It's hard. What I never try is playing every two days after CONCACAF Champions, after yeah. Champions League final. I think it's not, it's, it was insane what we, what we did. Uh, play final in, on Sunday and have a... Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday. After final. After right. final, because usually the final is the last game of the year. Yeah. You, you spend all your energy to win the final and you need time to recover. I cannot imagine to play after three days. Uh, it was insane. I, could, I, I, I think that could be a better schedule, but we had it. We don't have to cry about it, but go over. Uh, we, are, uh, we lost some too much points in the last 
weeks and now we want to come back and finish this game before the uh, before the break uh, uh, taking more points as possible rest restart to winning uh, a game and then uh, i'm 100% sure that after the break we, we, we will restart to play uh, as as the beginning of the year I wonder if maybe one day down the road they'll look at this LAFC as an example. Maybe the league would say, look, we can't put our teams through this. And you guys are living it, and I know people don't quite understand how demanding it is. But maybe they'll look and say, we got to change this. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, it'll be interesting because this was enough. Someone of your stature and, and Steve and other players are saying, goes, we are just. But uh, it's, it's very demanding with all these games they've played. You have two games again this week, and Steve said something after the game I thought was really interesting. He said, we have to learn to win games 1-0. Yeah. We won 1-0 last, last game against Seattle, right? in which we we scored at the beginning, really the beginning. That's the key. But, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, but we we played very organized, Very, we were very solid, uh, we did a good effort, and uh, we respected it. Seattle team because Seattle team is very good uh, and we were able to win 1-0 is something that we have to do it more but it's also draw we have to do to draw when it's not possible to win it's better draw than lose I think that it's something that we we have to learn uh, and we have sometimes uh, some loss that we have the last weeks could be also some good draw that is very different for the table, but as much more for the confidence. And when he says we have to, it's it, again, it's important to, to, to know that it's not the goalkeeper, it's not the defenders, it's this whole team that has to. And I, we said, we, we mentioned we spoke to Stipe, and he goes, it begins with us too, to being able to say that. And is this also a case of him, because LFC is going to start scoring goals. I mean, there's just too talented not to, but during the stretch, because of the games, that one set always a more realistic. Um, or is your best I, chance to get three points? I think that at the end, if you start to concede zero goals, we win more 2-0 than 1-0. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, we have a fantastic player in transition. And if you are able to to play well and defend well all together, at the end, we have more chance to, to score the second than uh, concede the throw, the 1-1. But it, it, it's a step. I think that... Uh, now uh, we arrived from a period in which we were very tired and without focus in the key part of the games. We didn't understand sometimes how much is important, some details, some passes, some positioning between win or lose the game. And I was thinking about uh, at home against uh, Houston in Dallas was really we waste a point or three points, it depends, but minimum a point really too easily. Uh, it's about learning, it's about improving, but we have to know, we have to work on it. We, we know that it's impossible for many reasons that be really fit and focused every day is 100%, but especially when you are tired, you have to use more the head. Uh, yeah. It's a learn that <laughs> something that I love learning in my career. Uh, it's not easy to replace here because few players are able to play every, every three days. And when you start to play every three days, you have to pay the bill. <laughs> yeah, it's impossible. It's hard. Uh, yeah, it's hard. And you would know uh, more than, more than almost yeah, anybody. But, but also for me at the beginning was the same. The first years I started to play every days, I was younger, yeah, but uh, 
I did some mistakes just because I was not mentally focused and understand that sometimes you cannot be 100%, but also 70% or 80%. You have to think more also when your leg is not going so fast. Very true. So we have the two games, a little time off. Do you know what's after that? League Scout. League Scout! <laughs> <laughs> I just love hearing him say League Scout. League Scout. League Scout. By the way, I also want to say to the folks at MLS Season Pass, Apple TV, you're enjoying the coverage, right? It's good. Yeah, I'm enjoying the coverage a lot. I like to watch uh, uh, MLS 360. Love it. Uh, I love to watch all the highlights, uh, the MLS rap uh, or some highlights. It depends on the game. Uh, I want to study better. Uh, and it's a huge deal for the league. It's something that uh, really I improved the, uh, the the image of, uh, of this league, and also it's good also for players. Yeah, <laughs> it's good for and it's good for watching families. overseas and family, right? Yeah, for families and friends. A little late in Italy, but yeah, the problem is that, especially in the West, is too late. Too yeah. late. I think for that. Uh, play from the East uh, is something that they, they could still watch on, on Euro. Uh, now in the summer it's difficult, but especially in the winter, if we play a little bit earlier, it uh, will be better for the for my parents and my relatives yeah. and my friends. Then please move the <laughs> lunch games from October to December. <laughs> tell them, tell them, move the lunch games from October. To, uh, it, for Giorgio's family. For, <laughs> yeah. for mama, uh, family and friends. Family and friends. <laughs> friendly friends there. In Italy. Hey, great to chat with you as always. Uh, we, we're always thrilled to, to be here and speak to you and learn from you and uh, get no. inspired by you as well. So thank you, Giorgio. No. Uh, a friend here of Inside LAFC Podcast. Rate, review, download, subscribe, tell a friend. We'll be back again next week. We'll recap that team as, again, we pivot towards that next big portion of the season. For Giorgio and Katia. Hopefully after two wins. After two <laughs> wins. What if? Four points. Six point window. Six point Six window. Point. Yeah. Four is enough. I said four's good. Four will be happy. Four would be happy. So teach kids from St. Louis first. We'll see you soon. No guarantees, but just want to throw it out there. <laughs>